I'm absolutely delighted to welcome you all to this exclusive podcast series, which is a part of People Matters annual campaign for International Women's Day, She Matters, that aims at enabling organizations to help their women employees to thrive and be empowered at work. This year's Women's Day theme is Choose to Challenge, and through She Matters, we want to challenge the mindset, notions, practices, and biases to help create equitable workplaces. I'm Yasmin Taj, Managing Editor with People Matters, and I'm extremely excited to have with me Priya Mathilakhat, Head HR, Retail and Corporate, Titan Company Limited, who will talk about opportunities and challenges for the women workforce during and post-COVID-19. Welcome Priya and thank you so much for joining us for this podcast. Thank you, thank you so much. It's my privilege and honor to be part of this, Yasmin. Thank you so much Priya, looking forward to a great conversation. So I'll begin with my first question for you Priya. World Economic Forum's Global Center Gap Report 2020 ranks it as among the five worst performing countries on the economic participation and opportunity metric. As per the Periodic Labor Force Survey 2018-19, the female workforce participation rate was only 19.7% in rural India and 16.1% in urban India, versus greater than 55% for males. How do you think the pandemic has impacted the women workforce participation in the workforce? Could women be leaving the workforce more than men? So Yasmin, uh, COVID-19 and this year has certainly been a very challenging one. The pandemic has intensified the already existing gender inequalities with substantial, substantial implications on women. With the closure of offices, education institutes and uh, the emerging norm uh, of work from home and also with the increase in online education, along with lack of services of domestic support the need to perform unpaid chores in the household has increased and owing to this the gendered owing to the gendered roles and the social norms of performing domestic and care work the burden of unpaid work fell disproportionately on women so for working women the lockdown has meant the collapse of the demarcation of their professional spaces and the domestic life which led to the simultaneous performance of their office work and household responsibilities such tasks are time consuming and physically tiring as well leaving little or no time for them to be able to undertake productive activities or even leisure inadequate mobility and safety and lack of childcare options were restricting women in urban centers from seeking work in fact according to uh, you know iwwag's uh, impact of covid-19 on working women the report published in uh, august 2020 i think this year last year In villages, women's participation in public employment scheme has dipped as migrant men who returned from cities during the lockdown replaced them. So these are some signs which tell you that women may be leaving or forced to leave the workforce due to some reason or the other. Absolutely agree with you Priya. It is not easy for women anymore with the entire remote working environment that they are working and as you very rightly said the burden has majorly fallen upon women to manage home as well as work at the same time. So thanks thanks for sharing that Priya. So uh, working mothers absorb a disproportionate amount of childcare and homeschooling responsibilities and with covid-19 and lockdown as we just spoke about the double shift has grown to a double double shift it has also been quoted as one of the reasons for women to step down from the workforce how do you think priya can organizations address this challenge so true yasmin the pandemic has increased uh, you know homeschooling childcare elderly care and housework responsibilities for uh, indian uh, women i also have examples where i I think I am seeing the men also stepping up, and it's unfair to say that it's only on Indian women. And I, I do see men also stepping up to to share this burden or share this responsibility. But, but yes, it is it is certainly a much larger load on the Indian women. 
this is an opportunity for organizations to adopt gender inclusive and family uh, family friendly workplace policies and practices i think some of it should include the flexible work arrangements that can disrupt this gender stereotypes uh, changing the traditional narratives is another way of looking at it and i think most importantly yasmin is to uh, encourage more uh, balanced share of care and family responsibilities and all of this is important for the organization to be looked at from not just policies practices also from the kind of culture that is being um, uh, perpetuated in the organization and the role of leadership and managers in creating that environment and culture i think plays a big responsibility absolutely agree with you priya organizations really need to step up on how they create that balance for women when it comes to managing work and home at the same time and how do we get rid of those traditional narratives the unconscious biases that people usually have so some great thoughts on how organizations can actually do that so thanks for sharing that so what are some of the immediate actions that organizations can take to support women working remotely priya first and foremost build awareness of the crisis impact on women and promote the narrative of balanced share of family responsibilities i think that's a very important one and uh, and i'm glad that you know a pod- podcast of this nature and many other such interactions conversations and and even the media will play a big role in bringing this in the forefront now offer and connect to relevant resources health and well-being Uh, consultants uh, support groups mental health experts in fact in 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 uh, you know in organizations and even in our organizations we have made sure that the uh, health wellbeing uh, support as well as the mental health experts is extended not just to the employee but also to their ecosystem to their family members and I, and we have seen that in the last 12 months there has been an increasing need for this in addition to this provide coaching mentoring around balancing personal and professional life some of it is also about our own thought processes about the narrative inside our own heads inside our own minds of the women right so i think it's important for some of those conversations to take place and change those frame of references so organizations can adopt more family friendly policies which are gender agnostic and view both parents as equally responsible for child and family care and i think that perhaps is going to be a big shift and in our society it can be a big uh, change in the frame of reference itself yes totally i think promoting that balanced share as you said of family responsibilities how men and women both have to participate equally and that awareness will indeed play a very big role in creating that balance that women are needing when they are working these double double shifts so thanks for sharing that priya So, what are the possibilities for women out of the workforce due to pandemic and in in a post-pandemic world? Actually, what possibilities do you see for them? So, the pandemic has uh, nudged even some of the relatively conservative organizations to consider work from home or flexible working models. I mean, take for instance our organization, which is a very retail and manufacturing-led organization, right? And many of these roles. Uh, traditionally we can never think can be done working from home but today i think the pandemic has taught us that even in retail while yes it's important for our uh, frontline staff to come to stores there can be some parts of the jobs they they can do from home for example uh, you know the entire video selling that has become such a big wave now right or uh, connecting with the um, customers over videos and over whatsapp chats can be done even from home and the visit to the stores can also happen with the prior engagement and prior appointment so this has opened up possibilities for jobs to exist in categories of part time working remote working gig assignments 
so the rigid working hours and the lack of remote working options are among the factors that has historically kept numerous women away from job market in the pre covid era and i think some of those fundamentals have really shifted and um, and shifted permanently for many organizations so women now have a great chance of making a comeback as there are a lot of women who are talented can multitask but are sitting at home due to some of these uh, notions reasons or the way things used to be in the pre covid era so i would say women grab this opportunity opportunity now yes i think yes this is actually time for them to grab the opportunity i knew women had to step down from the workforce whenever they had to manage home because they could not work from home they had to be present physically at the workplace but now that has actually gone away and there's a huge pool of opportunity available and also for organizations there's a huge huge talent pool now available that they can tap into so some great points there thank you thank you priya for sharing that and what are some of the possibilities and opportunity areas that organizations should focus on accelerating the need of a gender balanced workplace according to you So Yasmin, like I mentioned earlier, organizations should focus on gender inclusive and family friendly workplace policies, practices, including flexible work arrangements, and ensuring that there is role modeling by leaders, and there are um, uh, the culture of that organization is also uh, is also um, supporting this environment. Look at options like job sharing, part-time working for attracting talent who is capable but unable to dedicate full day work due to personal responsibilities. Lastly address any unconscious bias that may exist against the work models in achieving the results through it and i think this is a very important point because while we are saying that hey listen covid has taught us all of this and we can do so many um, of these jobs differently now but if there are still the unconscious bias sitting and that's why i talk about the leadership and managers playing a very big role in this shift there are complex network of reasons including social and cultural cultural barriers to women's employment household work expectations from women particularly mothers lack of safe and affordable public transportation government policy interventions that were not necessarily um, always helpful right so while creating organizations policies and processes keep these factors in mind and create working environment and culture which has equity and that would be my message yes great thanks thanks priya yes equity i think more than equality i think what is required is equity in terms of having a balanced representation of women at the workforce so thanks for sharing that we are lastly just one question since international women's day is about to choose to challenge this year if i had to ask you one thing that you would want uh, to choose to challenge what would that be i would uh, like i said uh, yasmin i'm already doing that i am um, challenging those roles which otherwise we would always say Uh, would uh, be primarily done uh, be- because of the the gender biases it, it we would say that it's to be to be done by men only so i'm actually saying that you know every role you know can be opened up to women as well and and i think that's the challenge i want to choose absolutely that's great thank you thank you so much priya that was all the time we have for our questions today so thank you thank you for sharing the great insights as i reflect back on our conversation For me the top 3 key takeaways from this discussion were that the pandemic has actually intensified the gender imbalance in the country and the burden of unpaid work has fallen upon women so it's upon organizations to enable women empower them change those traditional narratives encourage balanced share of responsibilities create flexible policies and at the end become gender agnostic so thank you so much i think this is something that will encourage women to given uh, uh, bring their best and whole selves to work and also give them opportunities for women to make a comeback So thank you once again Priya it was great interacting with you the insights that you shared were really thought provoking and i'm sure it will also help our leaders to address the challenge of an inclusive hiring strategy going forward 
I want to take this opportunity to thank you taking for taking out time for this interview and becoming part of She Matters. Thank you, Yasmin. It's my like I said, my honor and privilege, and I hope there'll be more power through this uh, podcast and conversation. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely, looking forward to that and hoping that we uh, we are able to create more such conversations in the future. So thank you once again, Priya, and to our viewers, please stay tuned to more such interviews, case studies, podcasts, and interviews. and follow the hashtag she matters to move the needle in the right direction for creating a gender balanced workplace thank you so much for joining us and bye bye